Investment Fund Series, Exempted Limited Partnership. In our previous articles, we considered several fund issues in the context of open-ended funds, such as redemptions, redemption runs and gateway provisions. In the Cayman Islands, the most common vehicle for the use of close-ended funds is an Exempted Limited Partnership, ELP, registered under and governed by the Exempted Limited Partnership Act, 2021 revision, the ELP Act. The key features of an ELP, in the context of fund disputes, are, uh, the ELP itself has no separate legal personality, akin to a trust, b, all management responsibility vests in the general partners, GP, c, limited liability for the limited partners, LPs, except in narrow circumstances, and, d, inviolable duty of the general partner to act in good faith. Like a funder's articles of association, the LPAS Limited Partnership Agreement, LPA, sets out the respective rights and obligations of the GP and the LPs and will be construed in a manner consistent with the partiacer intention and business common sense. Whilst it is outside the scope of this brief note to identify and discuss the wide range of disputes that can arise in the context of an ELP, we summarize the main kinds we are currently seeing. 1. Replacement of the GP. Noting that all management responsibility vests in the GP, a GP is frequently the target for disgruntled investors of an underperforming, financially mismanaged or distressed ELP. We are often approached to review and ill pass rights under the LPA and ELP Act to replace the GP. Most commonly, this can be achieved by i. the utilization of their rights under the LPA to effect such a change, albeit such a right may not be included in the terms of the LPA whilst avoiding unintended adverse consequences, e, appointing an independent liquidator to displace the incumbent GP, we consider this further below, or, e, negotiate a consensual withdrawal and replacement. The ELP Act requires that the incumbent GP files a statement with the Registrar of Exempted Limited Partnerships to give effect to the replacement and failure to do so permits any other partner to petition to the court to direct another party to file it on behalf of the incumbent GP. 2. Information gathering. To assist disgruntled investors ascertain if there has been mismanagement, an LP has a statutory right to compel the GP to provide it with true and full information about the business, affairs and financial condition of the ELP pursuant to Section 22 of the ELP Act, assuming such a right has not been curtailed or removed by the LPA. Importantly, it has been held that the motives of the LP seeking partnership information pursuant to this statutory right are irrelevant. See Dorsey Ventures 2019, 1, CILR 249, and in the matter of Gulf Investment Corporation ALV the Port Fund LPAL unreported the 16th of June 2020. Failure to comply with Section 22 is grounds to issue proceedings against the GP to compel it to disclose such information. 3. Liquidation proceedings. It was traditionally the view that, notwithstanding that an ELP has no legal personality, the correct respondent to a winding up petition for the appointment of liquidators was the ELP itself, and not the GP. This view was upturned by a decision of the court in 2021, Re Padma Fund LP, FSD 201 of 2021, RPJ, the 8th of October 2021, where it was held that the court had no jurisdiction under the Companies Act to wind up an ELP on a creditor's petition, rather it was the GP that must be wound up. The court then held in a later decision, Reformation Group, Cayman, Fund I, 
LP, FSD 366 of 2021, IKJ, the 21st of April 2022, that a just and equitable petition issued by the LPAS LPs could be brought against the LP itself. Given these conflicting decisions and that an appellate court has yet to resolve the issue, Re Padma remains authority that the correct respondent for a creditor's petition is the ELP. It is therefore imperative to consider in what capacity and upon what grounds the investor may petition and what the consequences of the same may be. There may also be grounds available under the LPA itself to appoint a voluntary liquidator such that an independent liquidator, albeit not court-supervised, is appointed to displace the incumbent GP and manage the affairs of the ELP. 4. Derivative and direct claims. It has been recently held that LPs are permitted to take direct action against the GP, rather than a derivative action on behalf of the ELP itself, and are not restricted to the taking of a partnership account, as would be the case in respect of an ordinary partnership. See Kuwait Ports Authority and ORS versus Portlink GP Limited and ORS, CICA, Civil, Appeal Numbers 002 and 003 of 2022, the 20th of January 2023, Portlink. Furthermore, the Court of Appeal held in Portlink that a derivative action is available to LPs only if the GP has refused to or failed to do so without good cause, which is the statutory test. It is sufficient for the LPs to show a good arguable casier in this regard. It will therefore be important to assess as early as possible what causes of action may exist, against whom and whether such claims can be framed as direct or derivative actions.